back with two dumb vets podcasting from the Shieldworks and Shogun Sports headquarters here in lovely Southern California. We have a special guest today, which I'm super excited to bring to you. You know, as David and I discussed, we like bringing on people that one are in the space that we're in, which is helping people. You know, that's really what it is. And we also love working and hanging out with people who have their brands that really have a cool meaning behind it. And our guest today, we met at the Anaheim Fit Expo, and we met them because they were the booth right behind us when we were there with Shogun. And we had a catastrophic disaster happen, and lovely Shopify went down for both of us. And we were able to work together and help them, you know, continue to have a great show and we kind of all just became friends. They got a really cool message. Her name is Mina. She's from a brand called, she's part of a brand called Kind of Fit, Kind of Fat. Her and a group of her friends own the brand collectively. And they actually have a really cool story, which I'm excited to let her share with you guys. But yeah, we met them at the Fit Expo and just kind of clicked and vibed and everything else and have remained friends since and done Disney together and everything else. But Mina is going to kind of start telling us about herself, the background of her, and also kind of fit, kind of fat, and where that all started and everything else. So, Mina, one, thank you for joining us. Thank but you. Can you, can you kind of share your background, your story? Uh, yeah, absolutely. First of all, thanks for inviting me to this podcast. Um, it's going to be fun. Um, but a little bit about me. I'm a physical therapist. I've been working for several years now, and um, right now, currently, I'm doing home health physical therapy. I used to be an outpatient orthopedic physical therapist, uh, doing a little bit of neuro and aquatic therapy, but um, since then, I've moved down to Southern California from uh, San Francisco, and pretty much the first day that I came here... um, we started the brand. So the person that thought about it, um, kind of fit, kind of fat, was Dean. Uh, he was my classmate from PT school, and he was just like, hey, I, I have this idea. Um, and so he kind of talked about it, and I thought uh, I thought it was such a good idea. I was like, I am ready to put money into this. I will help you. I will do whatever it takes because I think it would be quite profitable, but it has a good meaning behind it. Um, and, and I so think just so they know, like kind of fit, kind of fat is an apparel lifestyle, but also really a message driven company. Yes. So pretty much um, we sell T-shirts. We have some like socks, accessories and stuff like that. Hopefully we will move on to more things later on. But uh, the biggest message is that we want to promote body positivity but also encouraging working out, movement, and exercise as well. So there's that whole idea that you have to, in order to be fit, you have to have a six-pack, you have to look a certain way and fit these Hollywood standards. But in reality, athletes come from different walks of life and different body types. So you have strong men who are really big Um, men and women, but super strong, uh, really fit. And then you also have runners who are tall and more wiry. So there's different body types from different um, 
in different sports. So we wanted to highlight that in our brand and promote uh, that you can, you can love yourself no matter where in the fitness journey you're on. Yeah, that's something that like David and I talk a lot about on here with Two Dumb Vets is, you know, we talk about everybody's journey starts someplace different, you know, and everybody's at a different point in their journey, whether it's your first day outside and you're trying to walk a block or you're five years in and you're hitting a plateau and you're trying to get through it or regardless of where you are and also what's important to you. Like, I'll be the first to sit here and say that Mina probably deadlifts more than I do. <laughs> and she, you know, their their brand is, it's, it's so important to me because their message is really cool. Their message really, rather than, you know, pointing out someone's faults. Like, we're all our own worst critics. We all have whatever we have going on in our own lives, but, you know, they're, they're such an, they have such an empowering message behind their brand that that's why I think David and I have been drawn to it. Plus, I, I got to say, the people behind the brand are all rad and we get along with all you guys. I mean, David's kind of fit, kind of fat apparel swagged out right now in this podcast with the shirt and the hat uh, and everything are. else. <laughs> But so you said that you and Dean kind of started this, but can you, can you go into it? Cause the people don't know that like literally you guys have a kind of fit, kind of fat family running this company basically. Yes. Yeah, so the owners, there's four of us. There's uh, John, Chad, Dean, and myself. Um, but we have a huge, huge group of people supporting us since the beginning from when we were folding shirts in a bedroom, uh, cramped, sweating, uh, doing every single thing to moving um, from one warehouse to another to the one that we have now. Um, They just moved into a bigger warehouse. It's pretty Yes, and right now it's getting a little cramped too. So we might have to move soon. But throughout the process, we are so blessed with so many um, friends that have a lot of talents who are willing to model for free to do photography for fee- free and then meeting people along the way that helped us along and we are like we couldn't pay them in the beginning of course but uh we paid in food of course kind of <laughs> fat uh, but eventually we we pretty much said like when we can we will and so far we have so we are so lucky that we have people around us who believed in us and helped us along the way yeah, I remember actually talking to Mina about this because I was just uh, bouncing I- ideas off of her with how their community is so great and just like where it started from and how it it's grown to what it is now, which is a pretty big uh, brand out there um, with like the, how they started with, with pain, with food and, and when you grow we'll, or when we grow, you'll grow with us, you know? And so I gave that idea off to Dane and Dane's kind of always had that kind of idea because he he hired me and like like we both make the same you know and so it's like we're not making a lot but we're trying to trying to uh, build something bigger I I was talking to Dane about it it's like hey this is what the uh, kind of fit kind of fat guys do it's like we don't have friends out here that like can just drop everything and and do that and so we kind of have to figure out our way to grow like they are because it's like what we're trying to build is a community and it's just like it's just awesome that 
like they're together all the time. I watch all your guys' stories and they're always hanging out and just always doing things. That's what I really want out of our group, you know, for Shogun and for Shieldworks. It's like, yeah, I want people that work hard and, and know the bigger picture, you know, which is what they're doing. And it's like, they're, it feels like they're like a year in a, ahead of us, you know? And so it's for like, sure. Sure. it's, it's good to see what they're doing and what it's, what their accomplishments are. And it's just like, yeah, that's what we want, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like they, they took it on as building a community. It's like from me looking at the, from an exterior point of view, it's like they took it on as building a community and a company, not building a company, you know? And I think that I have so much, I have so much, you know, of admiration and appreciation for that because you know, just like David said, we're trying to build a family here. Like we want all of our staff to hang out. We want to go do things together because every company has shitty fucking days. Like, yeah. <laughs> example right now with this whole COVID-19 thing, but it's like every company has bad days, but if you're there chasing the same goal as a group and as a community, it kind of makes those days a bit more bearable, I guess. And a bit easier to go through. So like, like like with the whole Arnold shutting down the next day, they're like, we're going to Disneyland. You guys want to come? And I was like, that's pretty awesome. Like they had some shitty news. And then the next day they're all at Disneyland trying to uh, have a good time. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And like, I'm actually going to segue into that with Nina, you know, as David and I talked about when we started this podcast, we want transparency and we want transparency on growing a company because there's not a podcast out there that, isn't like, hey, I did this with my company, but they never give you any background on like, hey, there was some shitty ass times. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, Mina, if you don't mind, I mean, you don't have to, but if you don't mind, kind of share what's happened with kind of fit, kind of fat with this whole COVID-19 breakout and everything else. Um, right now, it's kind of early. Uh, we just, I think, was it yesterday or the day before they said that everything has to be shut down um and so we have to cease operations but we're reading some some things here and there and it it seems like we could still operate but we're not entirely sure so we're going to see if we can um but the whole when it all first started with the arnold we took a huge hit we had uh sponsorships for the strongman competition so nobody's going to see those uh I guess the ads or our banners there because no one was there. Um, all the stuff that we sent out there will have to come back full, like all the full weight of it. So we were going to take, let's say like a couple thousand pieces of clothing and then we have to come back with all of it. So it's that and all the plane tickets and everything. Luckily we were able to get those reimbursed, but there is a big chunk of change that we cannot get back. But, um, like you said, like community-wise, tribe-wise, I put it up on my Facebook, actually, like just an explanation of what's going on. And I just said, follow our Facebook, follow the Twitter, follow this, um, share the stories. And a bunch of people did, and a bunch of people shared it on Instagram, too. So we were able to make some sales through that, giving a, a coronavirus uh, discount. But yeah. It just shows how strong the community is um, because I had people reposting and sharing things that I didn't know, like, I didn't think that they really cared. Um, yeah. Some people bought stuff that I didn't think they, like, 
really give a shit, but they did. So I'm, it's just really like heartwarming. Yeah, your guys is kind of kind of fat. Uh, uh, story feed is like goals for us because it's like I click on your guys's, sure, I sure. click on your guys's uh, Instagram account, and there's like forty or so just like every day that you guys repost and just have such a a good community. And it's not like like your your followers are crazy. You have like what sixty thousand right now. And it's just, but those are just solid followers, you know? It's like, we want that in our community, you know? Like, we don't need millions and millions, but it's like, you want the ones that are special and the ones that stay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that it really just kind of speaks to you guys as a brand, though. It's like, I keep going back or back to that because it really speaks to you guys as a brand because you guys have created a community. And what happens in a community, in a time like this, the community comes together. And that's what I think is just like, it's kind of like this beautiful thing to watch because you know it's like you guys took a hit obviously we've communicated quite a bit on that but to watch everyone that is part of your guys's kind of fit kind of fat tribe mm-hmm. come together and be like you know what screw this shit we're gonna like out create this and we're gonna do whatever we can to kind of make things better and to the best of our ability at this point yeah i think um I mean, it's just, I guess now it's the time with all this like quarantine and all this stuff going on, it's just the time to actually be really creative and um, just figure out ways to make money, to uh, reach out to the community. So even if we can't sell anything, at least we could find ways to engage the community and do that. So we're just trying to figure out things, maybe go live and do um, like a, a class online, go live, do a mukbang. I don't know, but just something to engage people and to let people know that like, hey, we're still here. We still care. We just, we're, our hands are just tied. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, I think that's the coolest thing because it's like you guys, your content is keeping people positive during this time. You know, it's like, this is crazy. It is sad. You know, I don't get me wrong. I don't th- I think the least the like the uh, least amount of help is actually coming from the media mm-hmm. because it's like everybody's in this massive panic and you're like, you know, it's it's kind of cool to see everybody behind the brand and part of your community. Mm-hmm. They're still just living their life and doing whatever they need to do. You yeah. Know? And everybody's kind of there for each other. Like I've been cracking up like, by the way, Chad, he's part of it is. Him and Dean are two of the funniest people I've ever watched on social. And I'm like, you Please? guys need, you need don't to do, tell him that. <laughs> you guys need to do more skits because, like, I look at it, and obviously, I think that there's brands that we all look up to in the fitness space. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I love what Bart has done with Barbell Brigade. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they've kind of turned it into like a, this big community. Yes, and obviously, he's like monetizing on it. And mm-hmm. I think that there's really cool things that he's done in the community as far as like the power lifting space and working out and all of his stuff. But it's like you guys not saying I'm not, there's no reason, uh, no way I'm comparing, but Mm -hmm. I'm just saying it's like you guys are doing your own thing with the space. And I think that it's so cool because between Dean and Chad, I am dying watching all their (laughs) stuff. I love it because one, I know them on a personal level and like when Chad shows up swagged out with his slung supreme fanny pack and everything <laughs> else, I'm like, damn, hype beast, you know? And I think he's so hype. <laughs> oh, for sure. But it's like, you guys are just such a real brand and a real, like just real people, you know? It's mm-hmm. like when, when we 
because we do have a personal relationship with all you it's like when we see you guys on social it's like yo this is who they are like th <laughs> this is this is not a facade this is not an act like yo these are who these people are and i think that's so rad yeah but. i think our online persona is very similar to what we are um in person um we're all fucking clowns um for sure uh I think the only person who is not a clown is John. He is our, like, the soundest mind out of all of us. Whereas, like, uh, me, Dean, and Chad, we're just, like, crazy. We're like, let's do this, and let's go over here. And John's like, no, no, no. Let's do some work first. <laughs> yeah, it's like, John, no. John, John's like that guy that comes in and is like, all right, we're going to go ahead and take a deep breath, and then we're going to get back. Yeah, yeah, he's like, job. okay, let's do the orders now. And we're like, oh. <laughs> Fuck off, John. <laughs> <laughs> every every company needs that. Every company needs it's that. It's true, it's true. Um, but we I think as far as us four, we balance each other out. I mean, of course we we act a fool on um social media, but all of us have like different strengths uh to help the business grow and we definitely have grown um over the years. I mean we it seems like we're all super happy and like cohesive all together online, but we've had like disagreements and stuff like that. But our disagreements are very like small and very like short lived. And it's just, it's not a big thing. And when we talk to other people where they're like, oh, they had these problems, we're like, ooh, we don't have those problems. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you guys, you guys definitely have a family there, but it's like, I think you guys are also super transparent with one another. It's like, don't get me wrong. David has sat up, sat exactly where you guys are sitting right now and fucking screamed at me. And then three <laughs> minutes later, I'm like, dude, you good? And he's like, yeah, man, this just really frustrated me. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's have a conversation about it. We have a conversation about it. We have a donut or whatever, and we call it a good day. But I think that that, you know, that really speaks to like you guys just as a unit, you know, you guys have like a very Apple-esque thing where they're in regards to like what Steve Jobs did. He's like, he just brought people's, people around him that had these amazing strengths mm. and it's like hey guys we're coming together and we're gonna do some cool shit and we're gonna make a difference however we can make a difference and i think that that's really that really speaks to you guys as a brand for kind of fit kind of fat it's mm -hmm. like you guys all bring a strength you know that mm -hmm. that one strength not might not be hey i know how to run marketing logistics distribution channels ordering and production it's like no no i got this you got this you got this it's like hey let's meet you guys handle this and it's very it's very group driven because of that you know of the fact that you guys have those you guys have those strengths as a unit yeah so um yeah i think we just work pretty pretty well as a team and um like you said, we are, we are a family. Family, of course, is going to have disagreements. But at the end of the day, we all have the same goal in mind. So that puts off everything. And I think Kind of Fit, Kind of Fat, the mission of Kind of Fit, Kind of Fat is to, you know, um, love yourself no matter where you are in your journey or um, to promote the body positivity and just loving yourself. And I think every single one of us has a personal story uh, tied to the mission and so that's why we work so hard for it yeah i mean i think that like your guys's mission goes way beyond that though because i don't know i don't know how many people how many of our listeners there could be two or could be ten thousand i don't really know but it's like i want them to follow your guys's your guys's social media as a group 
like both your company and your personals because like I got punched in the chest the other day when I read what Dean posted. <laughs> like legit when he posted about what's going on like in society with like all this racism and it's like mm-hmm. guys, you know, he posted something and I'm, I'm just going to share it because I love Dean as a person. And it, I think his message needs to get out on this. But he posted something on his Instagram stories. And it was saying that, like, his parents can't safely go to the grocery store right now because there is so much racial tension in regards to, like, the coronavirus. And it's it's like, come on, people. We're still all fucking human beings. And I think that that's one thing you guys speak to as a brand is, like, yeah, we're all human beings. And we're, like, here doing this together. We're mm-hmm. all people. But it's like... That shit's that shit kills me. Like that legit punched me in the chest. I'm sitting there on my I'm sitting here in my office. I read it and I'm like, holy fuck, like this shit's getting real. And it's it's not getting real from the aspect of like, hey, here's a solution. It's getting real because of, of like in regards to the ignorance behind it. Mm. And I, I think that that's really what it speaks to is it speaks to the it speaks to the ignorance behind it. You know, it's you've got you've got like that shit going on in society rather than us coming together. Yeah, um, it's it's hard. I mean, growing up Asian American, and it's it's kind of like if you go to if I go to Korea, I don't really belong there. If I'm if I'm here, I really don't belong here either. But there's times where um, I went to the store. This was before COVID nineteen happened. Like I go to the store and I see the person like kind of talking to my mom, but kind of being rude. And I'm like. Really? Like, my mom has, doesn't have an accent, really, at all when she speaks English. Um, she's been here since she was 18. She's very smart, but she's not, like, educated like um, everybody else because she was just working her whole life. So uh, the fact is somebody is trying to hassle her at a grocery store. Um, I stepped in and was like, you know, what's your problem? But I can't be with her all the time. And so they live in Northern California. And during this time, since I have so little patience, uh, I'm just wondering, should I just go home and make sure that they're safe? But the thing is, if I go there, I can't touch them, hug them or whatever, because I don't want to get them sick because I'm seeing so many people through during the day, like random people during the day as my patients. So yeah. I'm kind of stuck in that place, but um, it's kind of scary because I'm just glad that, like, my parents, my dad has, like, a, just a small little air rifle, not too, like, crazy, but I'm, like, I'm glad that he has something to protect himself. Yeah. Um, You can't kill anybody with it, but he's a pretty good shot. He was a war vet, but... He's not going to kill anybody with it, but at least it's a big, scary gun, so maybe he could be safe. And that's not the way that we should be thinking, but unfortunately right now, that's what I'm thinking for them. Um, But it's hard. I mean, I think one of our friends, uh, he was at the grocery store in Arcadia or somewhere right there, like, I think a couple days ago or last week, and some guy was like, you know what, this is all happening because of you. And he was like, excuse me, what? Um, And so he was just getting in his face. He's like, you know what, like, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to go into it. But these people are so emboldened to go to people and kind of blame them. It's kind of scary, especially when my friend is like, he's a power lifter. He's not short. He's tall and he's built. So to be so emboldened to go over somebody who looks like they could probably kick their ass and, like, talk shit to them, 
that's that's kind of like scary. So imagine somebody who's smaller, weaker, a female or whatever. Yeah. Imagine like if we stay shut how how worse it's going to be with that, you know. I haven't I've I'm Mexican Filipino. I haven't really experienced racism cuz I'm from Northern California, Stockton, it's not really it's super diverse down there. But my first experience was moving to North Carolina like 4 years ago. And yeah, racism is real, guys, and so it's like like imagine like if we're closed down for 30 days plus, you know, what kind of like racism you're going to get out there? Like I'm walking my dog and I got white guys that are just like walking across the street because it's like they're trying. I mean, it's not racist, but they're just trying to stay away. But like when people start to get angry and upset because they can't make money and they can't uh, live and survive and feed their families, like it's going to affect like us, you know, it's like, it's, 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 it's crazy out there. Like people just are, are looking at you wrong. If you sneeze, they look at you like you said a racial slur, you know? And so it's like, I opened a door for a, a lady and she's all like, you probably use a, a, a Clorox wipe to do that. I was like, why don't you just say thank you? You know, it's like, I, I don't care that I'm touching a door. It's like, I'm holding the door open for you lady. Just say thank you. You know, it's just, it's, it's a crazy time right, right now. My dad would come up here and slap me in the back of my head if I didn't open this door for you. It's called manners, people. <laughs> Trust me, I talked to, like, we, we live in Orange County. Um, our warehouse is in Orange County. And, <clears throat> like, I keep telling Sahara, my lady, like, I'm like, I'm going to get a shirt that says in the biggest fucking letters, you can say thank you. <laughs> and, like, it's okay to say excuse me because of, like, the, the manners going out. But, you know, I, I've been lucky enough to spend time in Asian cultures. Like, I lived in Korea for two years and got, like, lived there and got engulfed in the culture. My closest friends while I were there were not guys in the Army I was with. It was, you know, Katusas, which is a Korean augmentee to the U.S. Army. And it's like my closest friends were them mm-hmm. because they wanted to show me the culture there. They wanted to show me around Seoul. They wanted to show me out and go out to, like, Daegu and everything else like that. And... You know, it was such a cool experience to me, and I fell in love with Korea. Like, it's still one of my favorite countries to go to. I got lu- I got lucky, and I got to go to Seoul a couple years back. And then I go to China half dozen times a year. And it's like I also speak with the staff in our office there on a daily basis. And it's like people, I just, I hate seeing this level of ignorance in society because that's all it is is it's just ignorance and to be honest it's like when i see that happen yes i want to confront them and make that correction just like you did in that whole situation with your mother but i also want to find that dude's parents and like slap the shit out of his dad because it's like (laughs) dude this is created by you yeah because you know and don't get me wrong i know that it is not realistic for everyone to travel to other countries and to go experience other cultures. I think that I think that it's substantially more these days because it costs me the same to fly to Thailand as it does to fly from here to Tampa. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like just being like truthful. It's like I can fly to Thailand for 490 bucks round trip. But you know, it's I just wish that people wouldn't be so ignorant during this time because this is a time where we have to work as a, you know, for like without going down military terms, but we have to work as a cohesive unit. We really do, and it's like, dude, if you're walking down the street and you see someone that is Asian, I fucking promise you they didn't bring the fucking coronavirus over here. (laughs) Yeah. 
Like the, if you find that person, go buy a fucking lotto ticket because you have the same odds. Like that's really what it is. Just stop being stupid about it because, like, legit. When I saw that shit with Dean, I like, I'm like, what the fuck, you know? Because it's like, dude, guys, this is a time. It's like this is a time where we need to come together as businesses. This is a time where we need to come together as friends and family. It's like, how can we be there for one another? I just think even with all that said, it's few and far between, you know, those people that are act racist and, and, and judge people are, are the same people that grab all the goddamn toilet paper out of the store, you know, the same people that over like dramatize everything. So it's like, like with our fitness, uh, the fitness brand that we're in and just the, the, the round that we follow on Instagram, it's like. Those people are coming together, you know? Like, you see a lot of people challenging yeah, each other, sure. doing, hey, do 10 push-ups when tag 10 people or something like that. But it's like, even with, like, these fitness uh, companies are, are giving free workouts online and trying to keep that community. Gyms are worried about closing because it's like, hey, people are freaking out and clo- canceling their memberships. And these small businesses are like, hey, hey, Dane, can you, like, offer a discount to our, our, our members so they can get fans and we can do an online, online uh uh, workouts so we can like at least have that community still because we don't know how long we're going to be closed so it's like i always call it the one percenters you know the one percent sure. that are like just dumbasses and then just ignorant or just brought up wrong you know and so it's like it's not everybody but it's sad that it's there's a lot of people out there that are like that yeah i mean i i think that you can kind of look at that across any realm though it's like the same thing exists right so you have all these people panicking on the coronavirus they're also that same one percent that's probably going to call everyone out and like make these racial accusations and it's like it's like come on dude but yeah i think that it's like we're going to transition back to positivity because i think that's (laughs) what this podcast is really about but you know it's it's been really cool with shogun the amount of personal trainers and gym owners and coaches i've talked to in the past two weeks has been incredible and the amount we've been able to help it's like we've ran out of stock in items that I had enough stock in my warehouse to cover me for the next 30 days till my shipment got in. And we're out of stock on that because we've, we've literally just created these huge discounts for gym owners and friends of ours that are coaches and trainers and everything else to program these home workouts for their clients and for their members, just so that they can somehow stay afloat, you know? And it's like, I think that, I think that that's such a beautiful thing to look at because how it's coming together, you know, and to circle back around to like you guys, like look at what your following has done. It's like, how many, how many, how many posts did you see of the, what was it? KF, KF Arnold 2020. It's like, yeah, I saw a lot. I saw a shitload. <laughs> and I think that that's so cool. Yeah. Like with, with, we just had a client walk in and pick up a medicine ball. She was looking for a band that we ran out of, but we had one used one that we use. And it's like, yeah, hey, you can have this one. Like, we're getting more, so we'll we'll have a, a black band that you, that I can reopen and start using. I was like, so you can have this. She's like, oh, how much is it? Like, don't worry about it. It's used, you know. It's like you can have it. Let's support. You know? Her, you know, it's like she's buying something already. Here's a here's an add on. You can have it and just and get your workout in. You know, it's like it's not that serious. Uh, that dude, she was with. She was, he was like, oh man, that's awesome. I was like, eh, it's just people helping people. You know, it's like it's not. We're, we'll make that up on the back end. You know on on when we get restock and people start buying buying from us but it's like as of right now if i can give it to you and it's not gonna that band is gonna sit there for months and we're never gonna use it you know and so it's like hey maybe she'll use it for this next month or so you know so it's like here have this 
it's also just shows like the support of one another right now. Yeah. I think that that's super cool. It's it shows like good faith too. So like you know you give shirts here and there and um, or just equipment or anything, and you realize that later on, it it will come back because people will remember how they felt when you did something for them. Um, it might not they might not remember the thing that you gave them, but that feeling of like gratitude and whatever they will remember that and it'll come back to you so i mean i'm not a huge like believer of like you know karma and all that but it, it i do feel like it does come back um to you eventually yeah i mean i i talk about it quite a bit and i'm like i started all the companies that i've been a part of and i've gotten to join cool like incredible partnerships and i have great people around me but you know the companies that we're in it's i operate from the same philosophy i have day one when i was training sales staff for my dad's software company and the what i operate from is that if you are always helping people you will always be all right like whatever that means you know whatever that means to you that means to you it's like you are in the medical space you are in the pt space so it's like you're constantly helping people obviously there is a value to your help but it's like it kind of just speaks to you you as a person and by the way everyone from KFKF is in the medical field, pretty much. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chad and John are nurses. Chad is going to be a, uh, a nurse practitioner, and then me and Dean are uh, physical therapists. <laughs> and then I think the rest of the team are, like, mostly nurses. So if anything ever happens, we got you. We'll <laughs> save your lives, and we'll rehab you, too. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I think it's just... It's really cool. It's like, one, you know, you coming down here and just hanging out with us and delivering a much-needed iced coffee. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> You're welcome. But, you know, it's like we wanted to get you get you on here to share your guys' brand, you know, and share your guys' story because, one, I think it's incredible to hear the struggles in a startup. I also think that it's incredible or it's very important to – share the message of what you guys are going through during this COVID-19 outbreak. And on top of that, speak to the community that you guys have about what you guys are doing during this time and how, how beautiful it is that your community is coming together. But it's also, it's like for people out there that are out of California, it's like this state's getting shut down. Yes. Like we I'll talk to you off air about how you guys are exempt and I'll show you so you guys can get back open. Okay. <laughs> but I'll, like I've already gone through everything from Governor Neesom and everything else. Actually, just just talk about it since we want to be transparent. Go ahead and tell them. Okay. So the governor created a mandatory stay-at-home order for the state, right? Yes. So for a company like yourself, because you ship a product, the governor, from what I understand, cannot declare what is essential. Because everyone is different. Like, if I couldn't go out and get X that I need or get that shipped in, he, he can't tell me what's important to me. It's like, he can't tell me that getting a set of hip bands isn't important to me. It's like, what if I'm rehabilitating my knee so I can't walk and that's something I use? Mm. And so, you know, I think that, I think that, obviously, don't get me wrong, in a time like this, it's like, Shogun and Shield Works, we're pumping 
substantially longer hours right now because we're still shipping all of our clients' products and we have an exemption for that. Mm -hmm. But you guys are shipping a product and it's like, this would be a time for you and I to like, after this podcast, we'll sit and talk for a few minutes of like your way through this. So you guys don't have to shut down and you can still produce some sort of revenue during this time. But, you know, I think that people, it's like, dude, this is what we're here for. It's like, I, I tell everybody and I preach this and Mina's heard me say it. It's like, there's a big ass fucking pie out there. Don't be greedy and try and get the whole thing. It's like, Dude, there's a slice for everyone. There mm -hmm. really is. Absolutely. It's like, you know, it's like we're all in, we're all playing a game together of trying to do something bigger. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I especially we could speak on that with the Vegas Expo that we were at. Um, they put all the logistics companies together, and nobody wanted to talk to anybody until the last day. And we're like, hey, what's up, guys? Like, like it's not that big a deal if like they want to go with you or if clients want to go with us. It's like. Let's all help each other out. We've all exchanged uh, cards to the booths next to us, and their logistics companies like, "Hey, here's your card." I actually took a picture of a uh, the booth of products and stuff. I was like, yeah, I was, "I'm gonna send this to my friends so they can they can look into it." You know, it's like it's not that big a deal. It's like like the company that was next to us is in like Colorado or something. It's like, hey, if we need something in Colorado, we know who yeah, to go to. You know, to. it's like yeah, there's 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 a competitiveness, but it's not like the end all we're not amazon now these companies at the white label are amazon you know it's like it's not it there's enough to share even like with with amazon we're still out here making money and they are too you know so it's like amazon's a huge company but it's like we can still make some money too you know yeah, it's like we're not larry ellis yeah. <laughs> i don't know i don't know if you guys know who larry ellis is but i think mina knows who larry ellis is but he he is the founder of oracle and he had a whole philosophy of like kill the competition oh yeah um i, I don't think that i don't think that that's, that's the i don't think that's the right message i yeah. think that's super super uh contradictory to both of our company's messages for sure know? i think especially with small businesses the biggest thing is when we first started we were small we were operating out of a freaking bedroom and we had a shirt, a boba shirt, and we're like, we need to have like a company to kind of collaborate with us and promote us. And we talked to another business called Milk and Tea, and they had their first opening. Um, they first started out in a, a truck, and then they're the first self-serve boba, but um, they were starting to open a place in uh, Little Tokyo. So they weren't open yet, but we did this like That's little... Way by the way. People oh, yeah. Definitely so, go check it out. <laughs> yes, check them out. They're really good, um, tasty. And so basically, um, we did a little presentation. They're like, okay, cool. Like, we're down to kind of like collaborate. Um, and we're like, oh, how do we pay you? And they're like, you know what? Just, just pay it forward. And they're like, it's all about community, not competition. And so even to this day, when they have, like, events and stuff, they promote other boba shops. Like, what other boba shop does that to promote other boba shops, even within their community? Um, so it's all about just building each other up. Because if you go up and everybody goes down, you're not really winning. Everybody all can build their brand together. Um, and that's the same thing with us. We, we buy our, quote-unquote, like, competition, like, T-shirts, whatever, um, we support other brands 
it's not about like us wanting to be the only brand that everybody wears and stuff. It's about bringing other brands up with us because, you know, there's seven days in a week. Are you going to wear one shirt every day? No. So, I mean, you're allowed to wear other brands. If you're David, you will. (laughs) We'll we'll give you more. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, all of it is just all about community versus competition and since then talking to the the girls from milk and tea we have used that as our mantra and it really has paid off for us in the end um conducting business through positivity love etc really works well um because all the other brands that or i guess businesses that didn't really like us in the beginning and was trying to like cut us down they're not doing so well because they're, they're so negative. So, I, I mean, as hokey as it sounds, positivity really um, pushed us forward. Well, it's like, look at how much you pushed David and I. Yeah. Like we sat in your guys' warehouse at 10 o'clock at night in the middle of the week and had all four of you there. And we sat there and you guys were like, Dane, you guys need to, you told both of us, like you and David need to share your message about how you guys use fitness to combat mental health. And that's like, by the way, people, like they are a big reason we do what we do today. They're it's the like, reason why we changed our, our what we do, basically. It's like yeah. you, you touched on exactly what I was going to touch on. You know, like the day we met up with them, we're like, fuck, let's do this. You know, let's change it. Let's start our podcast. Let's Let's get more into the the why we're doing this rather than let's make a buck here, you know? And so it's like, like what you guys have done for us re- uh, reaffirmed what we were thinking and too scared to do. Cause we're already like, you know what, if it's not broke, don't fix it, you know? And yeah. so it's like, actually let's, let's keep going and change what we're doing as we, as we grow, you know? So it's like, we owe you guys a huge thank you, you know? Cause it's like this, like, this is the reason why this is all coming coming to uh, fruition because it's like you guys sat us down and you're like, hey, all the bullshit aside, like, what do, what do you guys want? Who are you guys? What kind of story do you want to? Because this yeah. is what this is what we're all about. And we're like, fuck, what are we about? And like, you basically helped us along the way with that, you know? Yeah, trust me, there were like there were a lot of laughs and some some emotional emotional moments during that meeting. But it's like David and I can't thank the whole team enough because legitimately. We have this podcast right now and we have two dumb vets because you guys were like, you guys have a message that is kind of cool and should be heard. And you guys also are doing things for like a good reason. And, you know, it's mental health isn't something to joke about or anything along those lines. And but it's also not the easiest thing to talk about. Yeah, for sure. I think and for instance, like your your brand, you know, talking about mental illness um, is also kind of coincides with kind of fit, kind of fat, because, you know, I grew up hating myself. It, I didn't, I didn't love myself until I was like 31 or 30 years old, like literally one or two years ago. I hated, I fucking hated myself. Um, there wasn't a day that I didn't think about like my weight or how I looked or whatever. Um, but until we started kind of fit, kind of fat, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. And do whatever. I mean, before I went through, like, the mental health, too. Uh, eating disorders. So, uh, like, binging and purging. Like, bulimia, anorexia. I would eat a piece of toast a day. 
and exercise for three hours. Did I lose any weight? No, absolutely not. But when we started kind of fit, kind of fat, I started powerlifting. Um, and I like my goal wasn't to go to the gym to lose weight. It was more like, let me get well, Dean signed me up for a meet, so it's more like let me get strong enough so I don't look like a fool at my first meet. Um, but I fell in love with the sport, and I really liked it. And the byproduct of me going to the gym, I wanted to go to the gym because I wanted to. Not because I wanted to lose weight, not because of like how I looked or whatever. It's because I wanted to get stronger, meet, like hit goals, etc. And then eventually the weight just kind of started to come off anyway i didn't care at that point but that was a byproduct of um i guess like loving yourself so when i think of people who i have pretty thick skin but you know when you're told that you're fat you're ugly whatever for for all like even now like for all your life it really fucks you in a certain way so i can't imagine other people who have like who are a little bit more sensitive and all that. And people are so scared to just go to the gym because they're afraid of ridicule and stuff. So that's why so many women, and now we see a lot of men go through um, uh, body dysmorphia, like eating disorders, et cetera. And that's something that we want to combat with kind of fit, kind of fat. So our companies kind of like together tackle different parts of mental For mental sure. illness and stuff but it it affects us all i mean body dysmorphia for sure i mean even now when i go to when i went to the store i would still go get the biggest size and i'm like i'll go to the the dressing room and i'm like i'm fucking stupid like what the <laughs> hell like yeah. i do not wear this size anymore so i have to go back and change it but um it's very common and there's times where i think about like how I was before and I think that I'm still the same but I'm not so it's a conscious decision every day to be confident in yourself and to love yourself and I hope that that message is brought to other people that follow KFKF other people that follow my page Dean's page everybody's page to say like everybody goes through these things but you have to really work on loving yourself because you can and you should love yourself yeah, I think that it all starts with like, you know, I always think of the world in dynamics, right? It's just kind of like how I was raised. But it's like one of the first dynamics is yourself. It all starts with you before you're, before it goes into your significant other or it goes into like your group and your community. It starts with you. It's like luckily enough for you, it's like you had really good people around. like, And you also, but you also are a very strong-willed woman. And so that helps. But it's like you you found powerlifting and then found a real reason to go, not yeah, a yeah. not a fucking surface reason of like, yeah. hey, I want to fit into this size or this. It's like you're like, no, I got signed up for a powerlifting meet. And yeah, I want to. I want to make. <laughs> I, sure I don't want to look like a jackass. <laughs> you're like, I kind of want to make sure I can do this, but it, you know, look at like what that transitioned into. It's like David and I on our last podcast, we were talking about the 50k we did. You really think I want to run 50K? That's crazy. Like, who does that shit? But I did it, and I fell in love with that community, and I fell in love with that process because it was super supportive of one another. It's like mm -hmm. the same thing with the powerlifting community. It's, I think it's so cool that you guys are so connected to powerlifting and strongmen because that community is there for one another. It's like when we go to SoCal, like I don't really go to SoCal powerlifting anymore, but David still does. But it's like when you go, it's like everybody's in there as a community. And it's 
all different shapes and sizes, all different walks of life, but it's this really cool community. It's like, you know, I, I can't speak to that enough because then you start going for the right reasons, you know. Don't get for me sure. wrong. I think that I'll never say that the health and well-being of an individual isn't important, but it's kind of important to start with your reason, like your why. Mm -hmm. I mean, I hate using that, like, what's your why? But it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like the real reason. When we look at, when we look at like what you went through and what you did, it's like you, you had to go through things just like we all have had to do in our lives. But you're like, hey, I actually really like this now. It's yeah, like I saw your absolutely. post the other day. You're like, who has a home gym I can come train at? Like, <laughs> I just want to, I just want to I know, who am I? I? I imagine like my like friends from high school or college are like, damn, who the fuck is she? <laughs> but I think um, the biggest thing is, I think, is having versus intrinsic goals versus extrinsic goals. So instead of saying, I want to lose this amount of pounds or I want to fit into whatever, is having extrinsic goals where you're like, I want to lift this amount instead or whatever. So they're purely objective goals. Whereas like if you're looking at your weight and your size, that changes from day to day, not even day to day, but from AM to PM. If you drink more water, if you eat more salt, whatever. Yeah. So extrinsic goals are the things that we want to look at. And that's what I also give to my patients as well. So they see what goal they need to hit versus um, things that are a little bit more subjective. So I think that's the biggest thing that helped me um, push through to going to the gym and why I go to the gym. It's not like because I feel good or whatever. It's because I want to hit these goals um, and be stronger. Yeah. yeah, but they're real goals. You know, it's like it's it's like you're chasing you're chasing something you want to accomplish. Yes, extrinsic it's objective goals. So I always <laughs> tell people like, don't look at yourself, don't look at the scale. Just just like work out and do it, and just hit those goals that you want to that you can see and that other people can see. If other people can see that you hit a like I don't know three hundred pound deadlift, then then that's an extrinsic goal versus like oh I lost ten pounds, etc. So. Yeah, it's like it's it's easier to keep yourself going when there's a bigger goal. For sure. You know, it's like if it's a hey, I want to fit into this size or hey, I want to be this weight. Trust me, it's super easy to fall off that goal. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> super easy. I think we've all experienced it, you know. Oh yeah. Um but yeah, I think I think it's just it's fucking awesome. It, it, it's really super cool like you your message, your whole team's message, everything that like your community does and we really wanted to kind of dive into that because I think the message is important to share. And one of the things that's incredibly important to me and David as well is acknowledging, you know, and acknowledgements to people. And like, we wanted to get on here and also just acknowledge you guys because we wouldn't be like legit to circle back around to it. We wouldn't be doing what we're doing right now, talking mm -hmm. about this or sharing the message because it's a fucking important message. It's like, you know, legit i'm one i'm always transparent but you know david was like on our last podcast was talking about like hey i put on some weight because i've been depressed and it's like he's also like he's like dude i just gotta get back at it i gotta get back at it this is why you know mm -hmm. and it's it's like okay so we luckily enough like we've all kind of found what really helps with that and we're just trying to share our little successes with it you know it's like we found something that works for us 
we're not saying that this is the only thing that's going to work for you. I'm just like, hey, give it a fair shake. Like, give it a whirl. Mm-hmm. Like, whether it's powerlifting, whether it's CrossFit, whether it's running, what, whatever that is. It's like, find something that you can set a goal to and just give it a run. You know, and that, that's really the big thing. But again, like we, like I personally can't thank you guys enough because you guys made me kind of search deep down inside for my real why behind all this. And, you know, it's like, it's, it's given David and I an opportunity to share our message. And so for me personally, thank you so much. You, you and Dean and John and Chad, it's like, thank you guys all so much. That makes me feel so warm and fuzzy. (laughs) 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 Yeah, we, I mean, thank you guys for like just uh, being friends with us, um, helping us, like giving us like just products so we could stay healthy and fit um, uh, and just like kind of helping us with the other aspect of business too. So the things that you've told us, we're like, oh, shoot, like let's implement this, let's implement that because. Um, I mean, we don't have the knowledge of the back end of business. Like we have a story, we have this, but we're still learning along the way. And um, because of people like you guys, uh, we it's just so much easier to learn along the way because people impart their knowledge to us. So we thank you as well. Absolutely. You are super welcome. We're all in this together. Wrapping this up, uh, you guys can look them up at kind of fit, kind of fat, Instagram tag, Mina Soar. Yes, Mina Soar, M-E-E-N-A-S-A-U-R. And then our kind of fit, kind of fat Instagram is kind of fit, kind of fat underscore apparel. And then you can also find them on their website at kind of fit, kind of fat dot com. Yes. If you want some swagged out gear, go check it out. If you want to support an amazing message Go check it out. Um, By the way, I'm a huge fan of their shirts. And they have this donut bumper plate one, which is my go-to. I had to get that in short sleeve and long sleeve because you got to have my swag. But, yeah, just go check them out. Go really see their message. And, you know, as David and I always say, we're transparent. Always ask if you ever want to reach out. But this is Two Dumb Vets. We're out. All right, guys.